Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting as usual from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that you're not going to read about in the headlines on Monday morning, you know what I mean by that, given what's going on in the banking industry. Uh, Renaissance has a rock-solid balance sheet, and here's the other thing. They're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them as a business, but they're small enough to deliver it in a personal way. Yep, you can get all those things at Renaissance. I know this from personal experience. So go to renaissancebank.com to learn more, and I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Allie Banks. Allie is the Vice President of Culinary. Yes, we're talking food. I always love these interviews. She's with Chopped Creative Salad. Allie, welcome. Hello, good morning. Hey, great to see you. Uh, thanks so much for coming on. Let's give everyone a little introduction to you and Chopped. How are you serving folks out there? Uh, so we have almost 90 restaurants up and down the East Coast. We are a salad concept, but that does not mean only salad. We have salads, wraps, bowls, uh, little sides, dressings to go, catering, you name it. Um, that's what we are here to serve. Um, and I've been with Chop for just about seven years now. Mm. Um, so pretty well-versed in all that we've done in the last seven years. Now, I've got to ask something about you. I always like to ask something about uh folks and their personal journey, but you've, you've gone from studying urban design and architecture into the culinary field. That's quite an interesting journey you've been on. Uh, yes, it was a, a time-consuming and expensive journey, but well worth it. Um, I started out in college studying architecture, yep. um, and then I, I worked in real estate development. Wow. So I was a project manager on a very large commercial um, project here in New York. And I think a lot of it now, it sort of lends itself um, from that experience and then all the food experiences I've had since. Uh, I'm a project manager but for menus instead of building. So yeah, uh, a little more fun. <laughs> well, and nothing's wasted, right? I mean, you get something from every experience you have and that's, that's oh, absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like, and this, that sounds like that's exactly what's happened to you in this case. Definitely. I mean, I've had, I've kind of bounced around in, in different roles before I landed at Chopped and, you know, with every experience learning something that is tangible to my day-to-day life now, um, which makes my job now very fun because it's not the same thing day in, day out. Uh, there's always a little curveball. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk specifically about Chopped. Um, so talk, give a little bit of the background of this concept, how, when, when it got started and how, um, and, and what, what's the differentiator that you see? Yeah. So chopped is 22 years old. So certainly not a newbie. Um, Mm -hmm. our founders, uh, Tony and Colin, um, went to college out in the Midwest and did a cross country road trip and, 
generally just, you know, you're not getting a, a salad as a meal in you know the late 90s. Uh, so they, they thought their way through this, put together a business plan, and we opened in January of 2001. Um, I actually live one block away from our original location. Mm. I stop by there just about every morning. Um, it is still going strong. Uh, it's really amazing to see that there's still a line out the door for lunch every day, um, just as it was in, in 2001. Yeah. yeah, that's terrific. So at a certain point, it sounds like there was a decision made to go beyond that um, more kind of local location and expand across the East Coast. Talk about that that particular decision set. Yeah. So we, um, you know, there it's grown in New York. Uh, we started in New York, opened a few locations. And then when we started to expand, we went South. So saw the opportunity for growth in the DC area. So we started building out, um, Maryland, DC proper and Virginia. Um, and then we've worked our way South. There's a few locations North now in Connecticut, but most of the last, you know, 20 so years have been, um, moving down south. So we went from New York to DC, DC to North Carolina, and then we opened Nashville, Atlanta, and Birmingham mm. um, to kind of build out the south. And you know, more to come. There's there's plenty of locations that need need salads and uh, hope that we are welcomed into those communities. Yeah, for sure. So let's I want to get back to Atlanta specifically. Uh, obviously we've got a big interest in that sp- particular topic your locations here in Atlanta but let, let's let's talk about the menu and what you you one of the things that you said that um, I'm sure perked everyone's ears up is not just salads but it's more than salads so let's explain both of those yeah so definitely more than salads and honestly keeping salads where it's not just a salad you know we want to make things innovative and interesting and you know I was a customer long before I worked here um, I still get a new salad. So we rotate our menu, um, our core menu pretty often, Mm -hmm. uh, but we also introduce uh, local ingredients and interesting partners to kind of keep things fresh and interesting and fun. Honestly, Um, it would be very boring to have the same salad every day for 22 years, but our menu has made leaps and bounds beyond that, you know, original menu. Um, And I think the biggest change we've always had wraps, uh, which is a really nice on the go. I'm kind of always moving around. So I'll do a wrap just so I can kind of be in transit with my lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but introducing bowls. So we've definitely seen in the last, I'd say like five or 10 years, um, you see bowls uh, in a lot of places. And what we did is we tried to make the most chopped version of that. So, you know, our salads are innovative, but I think we really lead with dressings. Our dressings are unique. They're fun. Um, they, they change from time to time or about, you know, a week away from introducing a summer menu and that summer menu is bringing back a favorite dressing. Uh, we have basil Caesar coming on. So say you love a classic Caesar salad, like you can switch it up for the summer and have something seasonal, you know, local basil, um, that makes it interesting without being, you know, a, a, a something totally out of left field. Um, and when we introduced our bowls, we really tried to make those kind of fit in that, that mind space. So we do double dressings. We dress our grains. We put our protein on top of that and keep the bottom nice and warm. And then we put all of our fresh ingredients on top. So mm. um, for instance, in Atlanta, we have local kale. So there is like shredded kale that gets marinated with a little bit of lemon juice and olive oil. 
um, local year round. And then we get another drizzle of dressing because we want to make sure that there are layers of flavor and that you want to dig to the last bot, like bite from the bottom of that bowl. Um, and that's really important to us. And I think that sets us apart. You know, I eat a lot um, in, in the fast casual space and um, I still always crave chopped on a Monday. <laughs> I love that. So, and I'm glad you brought up dressings because that was one of the things that stood, uh, one of the things of several that stood out to me is you do have some unique dressings. I mean, uh, just to give folks some examples, smoky bacon Russian. That's a new one on me. Uh, chimichurri ranch. Uh, that sounds pretty fascinating. And uh, uh, sweet and smoky chipotle vinaigrette. Wow. I mean, th- th- and I'm just, I mean, you. and there's quite a selection here too. It's not just uh, oh, there's 20. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, yeah, you could be paralyzed by uh, indecision uh, once you get to the dressing choice, right? Um, I am that person, actually. You know, I've been doing this for a long time, and I have my favorite dressings, of course, but I like to mix them up. Mm. Um, so when you talk about chimichurri ranch, I love our chimichurri ranch because it's it's super punchy, and it's got a lot of herbs in it, so it's very um, herbaceous. But I think it pairs really nicely with our Mexican goddess, which is an avocado-based dressing. There's a lot of fresh greens, tomatillos, jalapenos in it, and that's laced with a whole bunch of cilantro. So those two marry together so nicely. So I'm not just a one dressing. I got to go two at a time. I do our Caesar and our lemon tahini and kind of mix it up. Um, but, you know, that, that's just me. Sometimes you want to keep it simple. <laughs> sure. And uh, and if you fall in love with a particular dressing, you can buy a bottle. You sure can. So I actually think that the smoky bacon Russian you were talking about, um, it's delicious. And if you like, a, that's my sister-in-law's favorite dressing. She's eating salads with that. I actually love it on a burger. Like we're going into grill season. I buy a bottle. You can, you know, if you do it digitally, you can kind of just click the button and throw it on um, or ask in restaurant. They all cute little drawings on them. And you throw that in your fridge. When you grill a burger and put a little smoky bacon Russian on it, man, it is one delicious bite. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh <laughs> It's, uh, it's getting you hungry. Yeah. I was going to say it's, uh, <laughs> kind of coming up on mid morning and I'm not ready for lunch already. Um, so let, let's talk about the bowls and I'm just curious about how you, you, your team comes up with those different combinations because some of the combinations you have are, are fascinating and unique. Yeah. So I think what's, um, the biggest power that we have is experience. We have a you know long tenured team, so we know what our customers have been looking at for a long time and how they work our menu and you know when people trade something out and and what they're doing. So we kind of know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of eating. So there's certainly a lot of Excel, and I sit at my desk and and I look at a lot of numbers. But um, we're out there eating. We know what the competition is doing. We know how we can do things better. How we can do things differently. Um, and still deliver what people are are craving. Um, so when I think about, um, you know, like our Mediterranean tahini bowl, that brings in our lemon tahini dressing. We have an incredible partner on that. We're using seed and milk tahini, um, really, really quality stuff. And then we're layering that with really bright ingredients and topping that with a vinaigrette. So like with each bite, you're getting, um, you know, great texture and flavor so that you you really do want to eat the whole thing. Um, and we think a lot about that. So when we're eating other, other concepts, um, if it's something that you do want to eat the whole thing, why, 
um, and and what you're looking at in that to to have it make sense um, for your lunch or dinner experience. And then if you don't want to eat it, why not? You know, was the rice dry? Were the grains kind of sad? Was the dressing punchy enough? Uh, you know, all of that comes up. Um, I think in a way that we think about it. Um, so that you don't have to, you're not thinking like, oh, this needs a little more acidity. Like this needs a little more crunch. Like that's my job. So you just get it, order it, enjoy it. Yeah. And that's the end. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and there's always, I mean, I would just, unfortunately I haven't yet been to one of your locations. I'm going to change that real soon. But, um, <laughs> uh, one of the things that I noticed in just looking at the menu is how some of the, uh, like I was looking, for example, the Chinese chicken bowl. So the Chinese chicken bowl, now that sounds like something somebody thinks, well, I've already had something like that, but there's some pretty unique ingredients in there. I mean, like you've got the broccoli in there is roasted. So, I mean, you, there's some, some great touches that you've got in the composition of, of the, uh, of the bowls themselves. Definitely. And like, I like to hear that you say that, you know, that's something that you've, you're familiar with, because then you go into a restaurant and you're looking on the menu and it seems approachable and like, oh, I know generally when I'm going to get there. So I'm going to order that. Mm-hmm. Um, we roast our broccoli in house. It's really super delicious. Um, it's a nice caramelization there, a little nutty flavor when you're eating it in your bowl. Mm-hmm. And then I think our dressing is way better. So our, our dressing sort of takes a lot of that, um, very like sweet um, sort of uh, like this gingery dressings that you see a lot. And ours is sweetened with orange juice. Um, so there's sort of a brightness to it and a, uh, the balance of flavor that it does have sweetness, um, but it's not saccharine sweet. Um, and it actually tastes like something that's not just sugar, you know, that orange juice um, really, it, it lends itself to wanting the whole thing and not necessarily knowing why it's so delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the marriage of that, that brightness and sweetness from the orange with fresh ginger and toasted sesame is beautiful. Like I do want to eat the whole thing. Yeah. I hope you do too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know the location I'm going to go to cause it's in Sandy Springs, not far from where our studio is, but you've got six locations in the Atlanta area yeah. currently. Did I get that right? Yeah. So there's six right now. Um, we're in Choco Hills, Perimeter, Peachtree, North Buckhead, Kingsley, mm-hmm. and then the East Cobb. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and uh, plans for further expansion in Atlanta or, or what, where do you stand on that? Always. Yeah. Our real estate team is always kind of scoping out the the best places to be and honestly trying to get a, a really good footprint um, so that wherever you are, that you're, you're nearby to a chopped. Um, there's a, you know, a lot of, a lot of room to grow, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. And you're not just, uh, some people have, I think have the impression that uh, a fast casual concept like yours is really kind of primarily lunch only, but that's not the case here in terms of the the hours that you're, you, you have, you're open. Yeah, definitely not just the case um, for lunch. We definitely see, you know, I even think of how I eat. Um, A lot of times I'll eat a salad for lunch and a bowl for dinner, or if I want something more substantive, I'll have a later lunch and then I want a lighter dinner. So I'm going to eat a salad, but honestly, our, our salads are pretty big. Um, so they are definitely substantive enough for dinner. If you want to go that route, I know that I see in a lot of our restaurants that I'm in and out of is that like post gym crowd, um, you know, or, or kind of on the move and you grab a wrap, but, 
I, I love having a salad for lunch. I will have a salad today for lunch. And mm-hmm. then I will likely have a bowl for dinner. Um, just cause there's something to having like something warm, um, at the evening time, um, that I really appreciate. Um, but yeah, there's definitely not a day part that, that wins over others. And depending on the location and, and what's going on in their shopping centers, we see that move just a little bit. And your connection with Georgia is not just in terms of locations, but it's in terms of local partnerships, in terms of where you source produce. You mentioned kale earlier. Um, Talk about how you do that here, not just in Georgia, but in the other markets you're located in. Yeah, so I think that we, the way that we like to start is really becoming a fixture of the community. You know, we want our customers um, to be coming in and see us as local, like we're not this big powerhouse in New York that we don't go to any of our restaurants. I've been, uh, I think, to all our Atlanta stores except for East Cobb. Um, And in reality, like we, from day one, we start out, we do, we have a program called Chop Gives, and it's all about um, integrating into the community and and donating to, um, you know, a local organization that will make a meaningful contribution. Um, so we started out, um, I'm going to totally blank on when we opened our first location in Atlanta, but, you know, it's a, it's a while ago now. Like, I, I think probably five or six years ago, I was definitely around for that one. And we've, we've donated almost $20,000, you know, with each time we open a restaurant, um, Chop Gives not only serves as a way for us to take all of those, those sales dollars and donate them to, you know, folks on the ground, but it's a really fun way to get into a community. It's our last day of training for our team. Um, and you get everybody that has been excited about an opening coming in and it's really, it's a, it's an incredible energy to kind of launch it off. Um, you know, so that, that's how we kick it off. And then day to day, of course, we're on the East Coast, produce is seasonal. So depending on the time of year is where things are coming from. Sure. Atlanta has, you know, a much longer growing season than New York or DC. So we tend to see local things um, for a larger stretch of the year. So I did mention kale earlier, but um, sneak peek, you guys are about to get peaches in your summer salads. And those are coming from, yeah, they're coming from genuine Georgia farms. Um, which is awesome. Like that is a signature item. So of mm-hmm. course we want that to come from local soil. Um, and we love to see it and we love to kind of pick those farms out and, and figure out who we're going to work with. Yeah, that's terrific. And, and you're, you're dealing with artesian partners around the world too, for that matter, in, in terms of how you source. Yeah. So we definitely do, um, you know, our, our limited run salads will highlight who that partner is. Um, but we have core menu items that are used. I think earlier I mentioned seed and milk tahini goes into our lemon tahini dressing. Um, we use, uh, Sonoma creamery, Parmesan quinoa crisp. They're in one of our most popular salads. It's a really nice way to get a, a beautiful crunch in a salad that's really flavorful it's made with parmesan cheese and quinoa it's awesome um and we kind of handpick those ingredients so that we can represent um the best of where things are from like right now we're working with an olive oil producer it's a lemon crush olive oil out of california and you don't you don't see that anywhere um mm-hmm. and it's a really special process and we like to be able to highlight that um and i you know little sneak peek on having your basil caesar come back and your peaches come in for summer but we're working on our fall menu now and like, oh, it is so good and so exciting to have some amazing partners that we get to tee up for you guys in, in two really great dishes. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's very cool. Folks, a- Allie Banks is with us and she is with Chopped Creative Salad. Um, 
I didn't really realize until we got into the interview how creative you really are as a company, because <laughs> that's definitely what I'm hearing. Uh, so you're not overselling yourself there at all, um, Allie. That's terrific work you're doing. So let's talk about um, the uh, Summer VIP Challenge. Yeah, so I would start out by saying download the app. If you're a salad person, you can rack up those points. You get your free salad. I do it, um, and I'm you know getting getting my free salad uh, just like everybody else. Um, but we do a special thing in May. So this is actually National Salad Month, um, and we're doing our summer VIP challenge right now. So if you order four salads in May, which you know is pretty much weekly, or if you're just starting out, you can you know binge eat salads all and bowls all week. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd be happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end of the month, if you get the, those four, you do get a free salad. So it all contributes to your your points overall, but you get that extra um, that extra dish in there, which is really awesome. Yeah, terrific, terrific. So let's let's talk about what the um, you talked about the the idea of wanting more locations in in the Atlanta area, but just talk generally about what the future holds for Chopped over the next few years? What do you see? Um, I see a lot more um, sort of like tech integration. We've been looking at restaurants that have really incredible and intuitive kiosks with how we order, um, which really helps us with accuracy um, and giving customers what they want. There's a beautiful visual component of how it's all built out. So when you're on our app or you're in a kiosk and restaurant, that experience is is amazing. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it's quicker, easier, and more accurate um, than kind of yelling over a line. I think of a lot of our midtown Manhattan restaurants and what the what the energy of that was pre COVID. Um, and I feel like this is sort of the wave of the future of how we how we look at restaurants. Um, and then also what our sustainability looks like um, with you know each. Uh, each new thing that we are trying to buy or look at in terms of packaging or opening a restaurant, we really think about like what that footprint looks like. Um, so building our restaurants um, as green as they can be. Um, and then thinking about things like compostable bowls and flatware and really minimizing plastic in restaurant. And I think that that's just, you know, the, the temperature of the world these days of like really making sure that um, each decision is, is meaningful. Um, so we're definitely pushing that forward as well. Great work. Uh, Allie Banks with Chop Creative Salad Company. Uh, Allie, this has been great. I can't imagine there aren't some folks that want to know more, want to know exactly where those locations are. Uh, so let's direct them to where they can find all that information. Of course. Yeah. Um, active on, on the web. So go to uh, salad. Uh, C-H-O-P-T salad.com. Uh, Instagram is a really great way to uh, look at beautiful things that make you hungry. Um, and then down- download our app. Uh, it's a, a, a quick search of chops. We'll get you there. Terrific. And that's uh, uh, C-H-O-P-T, folks. C-H-O-P-T. Um, Allie Banks, thank you so much for joining us. And congratulations on the great work you and your team are doing. Thanks, Chad. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder, if you are skipping lunch and not able to go to Chopped because you have way too much in your business that's piling up in the back office, you're spending too much time on administrative tasks or bookkeeping or some other issue in your small business, and you really need to outsource that to someone else that's 
going to do it a lot faster and more capable than you can if you're honest with yourself. Well, go to Office Angels. Uh, OfficeAngels.us is the website, or just pick up the phone and call the chief executive angel there, S.E. Escobedo, 770-442-9246. S.E.'s fantastic. Um, I use their services, and they do great work. And they have a whole team of angels that uh, uh, she can uh, deploy the best one for you and get the job done, and they fly in and fly out and make it easy for you. So if that's something you're in need of, be in touch with Essie and her team at Office Angels. I think you'll be glad you did. So for my guest, Allie Banks, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.